It's happening. We are back, folks. Welcome to Don't Feed the Animals podcast, and I am James, and here beside me, still taking up the air that I breathe, Berto. Hello, TV listeners. <laughs> well, see, this is this is why this is why we can't have nice things. You don't even know that we're on a well-known podcasting platform, Podbean. Thank you all. Uh, just want to share uh, as of this recording podcast, we are up to 122 downloads. And I just want to say, thanks, mom. <laughs> Thanks to all our friends and family, because that is exactly probably who it is. And if you are somebody who's randomly listening to us, um, give yourself a, applause. Yeah. And a, and a stiff drink after yeah. listening to us. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I got a we... stiff one right now and a drink. But yeah, man, I am happy. I am stoked and I want to keep on going. We're going to take this as far as we can go. We will keep on talking. Nah, we're probably going to still do it even if no one listened to us because, you know, this is our therapy, which we'll get into later. I'm dead inside. So whatever you tell me to do, I do it. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. So um, we have a lot in store today. Uh, Berto and I uh, will get into a couple videos. Berto is going to show me uh, something I didn't know was happening and I'm excited about. Um, I'm going to show him right now a, a video. Now it's going to be for my phone because I can't put it on YouTube. It's a sex tape. So I will give it a little background uh, from what I am aware of. It is... Uh, so now do you know like Axe... Like throwing axe throwing. Oh, they meant the body spray. Huh? They meant the body spray. No, not the body spray. Axe I mean, throwing. It's, yeah. It's equally Hatchet as throwing. Yeah. Whichever. So they have like places popping up out of nowhere now. Um, it's like a thing. Sure. Why not? I knew it's it was like a thing when I saw like Game Grumps do it. I mean, <laughs> Game Grumps is my. Well, I mean, <laughs> they're also in California where they have like fucking everything you can possibly think of as a fucking business. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So they have like bars where you like that doesn't seem safe. I know. Um, so here's a video. So this is the thing. It's it seems fun because when I go to like the Ren Fair or, or you know or the, like the Renaissance Festival is usually the only time like like I could see something uh. like that happening. Um, you have um, you know the axe throwing, the archery, and those always sounds. Really funny. But cool. why is it that we always go to the same direction? Let's mix it with drinking. <laughs> because I literally just spoke to someone who's like, yeah, I went to a, a wine and welding class. I'm like, excuse me? Wine and welding? Wine and welding, yeah. Where <laughs> I didn't they, even know about that. Where they taught them how to weld like wine holders out of like shoe horses and shit. And I was like, yeah. that sounds just like a fucking accident waiting to happen. Right, right, right. That, that, and I don't want to hear any whining. When someone catches on fire. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. That's why I have him here, folks. I mean, there's a reason why I have him sit here for the, all the terrible puns. Um, no, uh, that yeah, I I heard painting and and drinking wine. That's, That's one what's, thing. What's the worst thing you're gonna do? Make some uh, some eye murder? I don't know. Oh no, <laughs> I mixed my paints, and and I. And I got a really bad color out of it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you're not. Nothing's bad is gonna happen when you're pa drunk painting. But it's already bad enough. We have pool and darts. That's dangerous enough. Jesus Christ. So axe throwing, but so it's, it's not all of them are places where you could drink. I've heard that you know these are that they have them. This might not be in the particular case that I'm gonna show you right now, but um, there's. They're open to the public, and then they're, you know, I'm just going to show Birdo right now. Like, don't mind Carson Daly's, like, big head, but uh, go ahead and press play and uh, describe what you're looking at right now, besides Carson Daly. Carson Daly's big head with no you volume. Don't need, I don't think you need sound, because it's really quick. I'm going to talk over it, because uh, I don't want to uh, have like my dad. It's scary. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's this is the video. You but you dumb. got you got Karens out there 
or <laughs> who who will probably ruin it for everybody and nobody will be able to do axe throwing stupid in these establishments ever so what did you just see right now so i saw this fucking idiot double hand fist a fucking axe to the rubber ground yeah like an idiot like what the fuck are you doing so, so what she did was she threw the axe <laughs> to she the granny bold essentially overhead she overhead shotted the fucking but but they tell you that you could throw it like that but she but threw it to the floor like right. an asshole she didn't do it on she probably didn't do it on she purpose she threw it to the ground instead of letting it go as soon as she threw it out she's probably one of those people who just have no coordination whatsoever so she threw it on the floor and I don't think it's rubber on that it's, floor. It has to be some kind of rubber or something. No, an axe, or, or, if I or, throw an axe on the floor, it bounces. Or Here's the thing. Padding. Even if it did, it she hit the floor first. It bounced up and it hit the target, but it hit it uh, with the, the handle. So it bounced off the target and it went right for her, literally just skimming the top of her head. Like if she would be dead if she didn't dodge it. Like she didn't react, like she would. It, it would have been like a horror movie. Dar- Darwinism, man, at its finest. But th- but I'm just saying, like stuff like this. Like this is why we can't have places like that, like open to to pub- anybody. Yeah, no. Because and it's like it was so close. Like like there's not a lot of distance. No. Yeah. Well, that's another thing too. The one that I saw, like Game Grumps do, it was like a like a gallery, like a shooting yeah. gallery where it's like a booth. Yeah. Or like when you're like that's, in a batting cage. That's how it was when I went to the Ren Fair like many years ago. It was I had a good amount of distance that I had to try to throw it. So I guess in case it bounced or whatever, it wouldn't fucking come it at will you. Not, yeah, this was ridiculously like this is this went further like it bounced back and and it literally probably went like if someone was behind her they would they. Like a good couple feet behind her would get hit. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. So yeah, axe throwing, uh, probably not something that's uh, too safe. Uh, <laughs> needs to be somewhat regulated uh, because uh, you have places like this, which uh, that's my criticism. So when I overheard that this thing happened uh, in the news, I'm just like, ooh, that sounds terrible. Like but then as do, soon as they like- saw it today, just now. Um, that's how I knew that it was... That like, imagine if a gun range was that cl- that closed in. Yeah, she's probably what? I mean, I know that, you know, perspective, and we don't really get a good uh, gauge. See, she was trying to do a yoga pose instead of throw an axe, <laughs> and that's what she messed up. Blonde, it, early 20s, wearing spanks, yeah. overhead, like what? She looks like she was pr- holding it with prayer hands. But they tell you to throw it like that sometimes. <sighs> they tell you to double, I don't know, some, I don't know. I mean, you, you can granny shot it too underhanded. Nobody really does it. But that's not the first uh, axe fail. Uh, I'm actually going to put up one I've seen a long time ago, which is uh, a guy uh, from uh, Fox News throwing it and it's outside and basically he overshot it and, and he totally got one of the drummers that are playing outside and in, on the arm. <laughs> Did you see this? No, I've never seen it. So he overshoots his target. And they're outside, and there's nothing stopping it. These poor drummers that are just drumming for freaking Fox News or whatever, doing whatever festival or parade, and then drummers doing his little drumline thing, and ow, axed. Ow, yep, I'm out. I love how the other drummers are like, keep the beat, man. Keep that beat. I wish one of them would have been <laughs> That would have been great. <laughs> uh, that would have been... Sorry for your arm, Steve. It looks like he didn't have a handle on it. Oh. I guess he just wanted that's... to ask you something. Oh, not enough for you. Can you go ahead and show me what um, you wanted to show me? Oh, yeah. So, I believe it was either last night or the, early this morning. They premiered the Adams Family animated trailer. I knew it was in the works, but... I didn't know they were going to release the trailer already. I I didn't even know Adam's family's coming back. Yep. They're back. And Pogform. And Pogform. Fuck. He said it before me. <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. 
Oh, snap. Look at this. Okay, MGM. Terrible art. Show me stick figures right now. It's low budget, man. Is it low budget? No. MGM's been low budget for a while, huh? When's the lion in the group? That's what I thought. Like, it must be from like the old show that I don't recognize. Oh, it's 3D animated. Mm -hmm. It looks good. So what is this, a movie or a series? Yeah, movie. Okay. That's funny. Wednesday was going to Red Balloon. I immediately thought of it and they made an it reference. Faster. It's interesting because it does. It looks like. I mean, I guess it's. Freaking! I just noticed that uh, Wednesday Adams has uh, pigtails in their their nooses. Oh, I noticed that before. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So a movie, um, huh? I forgot his name, but the guy who plays Poe Dameron and Apocalypse. Oh, uh, Isaac. Uh, Oscar Isaac. As Oscar Isaac is. Uh, is um, no stop stop stop. No. Uh, is um. Gomez. Uh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, I don't know who everybody else is. I didn't pay attention that much. But um, that's cool. I, I always yeah. wondered what I mean because it's all animated and stuff. Like, I mean, we grew up with Adam's Family, like the live action one, right? With uh, Christopher Lloyd and the the late great, uh, was it Raul Julia? Is his name? Of course, <laughs> of course. Yeah, I mean, I I, it's dark, but it's like cartoony. So I guess it makes yeah, sense. It's not. It's not too bad. Like, uh, uh, who's making MGM? Honestly, yeah. I, I, I thought it was going to be Sony Pictures making it. So it was like, oh, maybe. Who was a... it before? Who did the, the live action ones back the in Universal, the 90s? I want to say. I could be wrong. <sighs> yeah, I'm not going to look. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but um, yeah. That's, that's kind of like what I, I you know, when I heard it was coming out, I was excited because like when Hotel Transylvania came out. I was I immediately thought. Oh. You know, it's funny. I had that. That's exactly what I thought. I was going to make a comment. I'm like, hotel. It looks very Hotel Transylvania vibe. Yeah, but it's not the same animation studio. Sony Animation does uh, Hotel Transylvania. So yeah. that's why I thought it was coming out from them. And I was like, oh, maybe they'll have like a crossover movie. Because that's what everybody does nowadays is have shared universes and whatnot. That's cool. Because, it, you know, I don't know. Yeah, but it looks Bubbles. cute. It looks fun. I hope it does well. Yeah. I mean... That looks like a good movie. You know what wasn't a good movie is uh, so like we said oh. we're gonna. <laughs> so uh, last podcast we did make mention that we want to start watching movies and make little reviews and synopsises, whatever, or just little blurbs, you know, stuff to keep uh, you guys entertained because uh, you know we haven't quite found what our niche is. But for now, we'll watch we'll movies there. because we watch movies no matter what. Like I watch, I love watching shit, and I'll rewatch stuff and and then just see it from a different point of view. We did say that we're going to do Transformers uh, one and two. Um, we did. We're going to do that, uh, and then go through the whole Michael Bay series, which is awful. Thanks, Adam. But um, uh, what we're gonna, what we did watch was uh, the last episode. If you guys listened. We had a good old friend, uh, Matt Johnson, who recommended this uh, Italian film. He called... always has the best films. <sighs> I mean, he's always he's always have has recommended some shit. Um, you know, he's if anything, he there was times that we would all get together and watch a lot of trauma films for those who don't know trauma. Toxic Avenger. I, we talked about it the first uh, the uh, episode zero. How I met Lloyd Kaufman. Basically, these B movies, high gore, high like almost no budget, a lot of volunteer work. Yeah, a lot of raped at the bottom of the barrel. But you know, there's heart into it. They clearly, this guy has a vision when he makes his own films because there's a lot of films under his license. But you know, they're not blockbusters no. by any means of the word. And then you know, and. and they're not all. I mean, he still does stuff till today. Um, but they, um, the what we saw was what's it called? Is it called the Beyond? It's called in Beyond normally, but it's also called Seven Doors of Death. Okay, I think in so. Like it's an Italian film that happened that that takes that was done in 1981, 
and takes place in Louisiana mostly. I it takes place in Louisiana. Didn't really specify, but that's what I gather. Okay, so okay, so let's let's plot. There's a plot. Uh, okay. So I get. I always seen uh, old like not it's not Grindhouse, but I what I've noticed is that a lot of older films have a lot like um like a lot of effort like they take themselves very seriously. There's a rare like we we're in an age now like where if you have like a cheesy film, it's cheese. Everybody's kind of in on the joke, self aware. It's done on purpose. Done on purpose, and but but back in the like the seventies to the early eighties. I These, mean, even today, I'm sure people still ha- like take yeah, their like, silly movies. Like Birdemic, the guy who made it originally, uh, took it seriously, and then now he's all like, "Oh, I'm in on the joke. Let's make a sequel." I was like, no, 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 it's not, it's not the same, buddy. It's not the same. Birdem- Birdemic is a terrible example because I- it's a it's a great <laughs> movie to get together and watch with friends. No, no, Bird, no, Birdemic is not quite the example I'm going for. Reason right. why I'll tell you right now. The reason why Birdemic is not the example I'm going for is because these older movies have, they are similar to other older movies that are successful at the time. Like the cinematography, the uh, the budget. It's well, not true, like, a, yeah. it's not like Birdemic was a joke. Like you have literally people like swinging like coat hangers in the air and you just see stagnant, terrible, shitty CGI of birds. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess you're right. There, there was definitely a lot more. Uh, what I'm effort. talking about is like movies like uh, uh, Last House on the Left. Um, you know, uh, another one is uh, fuck the, the <laughs> I, like that one really rapey movie. What's it called? Um, Clockwork fuck. Orange. Huh? Clockwork Orange. Well, uh, Clockwork Orange is a little different because uh, that's it's Kubrick, if I'm not mistaken, and his he's already established the style. But what I'm trying to say is is that I've seen some uh, not under the under the radar foreign or not foreign low budget, like I would say, grindhousey movies, and then they take themselves pretty pretty seriously. Everybody's kind of playing it straight, and uh, so this movie, I fell asleep <laughs> at some point. As you do. I, I don't I don't usually fall asleep during movies, but if it's boring, like I do. I mean, that was so. What the? It's so weird because the like the first scene, it takes place nineteen uh, twenties, and they show a guy painting a picture, and then this mob He's in his room. He looks distressed. This mob comes in with. Pitchforks and torches tore to a hotel or house or whatever, and, and they don't they, like they look like they're chasing Frankenstein's monster. They it doesn't make it. Long story short, they 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 go and raid this guy the house. They they uh they tie would they nail him to the to yeah, the wall? They, they they okay so they they beat him with a chain. Oh yeah, they beat him with a chain. The, the, the chain just cuts him like it's barbed wire. Oh yeah, it's bad. And like, like it rips open his skin like if they're like, you know, slicing him with a knife. It's literally like gore porn. Like yeah. it, it I will even go as far as saying that because every time that they actually showed um the gory parts, they play this weird fucking 70s type like Porno music, Almost, like yeah. like doom, 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 sensual, doom, doom, weird, doom, doom, you know. doom, doom, doom. very non, uh, non. Um, it doesn't fit the scene at all, right? And lit- and they will sit there and just like they start playing the music. Well, it wasn't. Right, it wasn't right. fucking. That was pretty close. <laughs> you know how like sometimes like less is more, but they would just constantly keep showing and rip them open more and more yeah. and more, and. Then they drag him downstairs for whatever reason. And mind you, there's like, quote unquote, normal people in this hotel and no one's stopping the mob. There was no, there was no, it made no sense. Yeah. Long story short, it had something That's to the do synopsis of this movie. with this. Uh, it didn't make any sense. At some point there were zombies at the end. Like, I can't really explain it. Number one, because I fell asleep. And number two, anytime I saw like a scene, it was just. A really prolonged, like gore stuff. Which the guy who made this definitely loved popping eyeballs out of heads because they had like a lot eight of times. Eyeballs, yeah, and I was just like, okay, 
that's a specific uh, niche that you like. Yeah. It's hard for me now because back in the day, I loved that type of shit. But now I kind of... It was so weird. We didn't have the internet. It was all new and like... Ooh, yeah, now that, that I'm all treasure. used to that shit and I've actually... Yeah. I, I've actually ventured off into the dark parts of the internet. I've seen some really terrible shit. Seeing it in a... Eventually you stare into the abyss enough and the abyss stares back and you're like, that's enough. Yeah, pretty much. So, I mean... Uh, so 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, it, it was an ass movie. I mean, if you want to see how... It's, it's like nowadays... Okay, this is a not a great example, but nowadays you remember the um, the videos of Faces of Death. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I remember when I first watched it, I was like, "Oh, this is weird. We shouldn't be watching this. It's so taboo. Whatever. This is fucked up. I can't tell if it's real or fake." Nowadays, I think most of it was real because most of it's like stuff like, "Oh, you know, like films that uh, behind like butchers' houses. You know, when you see the animals getting slaughtered and stuff like that." Like, yeah, I don't want to see that now. No, like, yeah. I've, now I've, at this point, as an adult, thirty-five years old, I'm like, I'm good. I'm going to eat my steak. I know it's a horrible way of where they come from, but I don't want to see a rabbit get skinned. No. You know, no, no. That kind no. of weird shit. Or even like if we went back on the internet and jumped onto fucking uh, Rotten.com. Rotten.com. Like, no, blocked. Rotten.com was terrible. I mean, I've seen a lot of pictures. It's It sucks because it, it's. I don't know why. And I don't, I don't believe that I'm the only one. There's something about just seeing something you're not supposed to see. Yeah, it's just like back in the day before the internet, when we used to try to watch like boobs on the uh, on channel ninety nine when it was all oh, wavy yeah. and blurry, and maybe maybe sometime if God was loving you that day, mm-hmm. the electricity would just pop, and then it would be clear as day, <laughs> and, like, and you would see full on penetration. Yeah, and then your mom would come in, and then you would have to fucking change the channel, hide your boniere. <laughs> And then turn the TV back on when she's gone, and it's it's over in the fleeting moment, like dust in the wind. And you have to sit there and try to crank one out from memories. Wow, but I digress. This, this sounds I'm, dangerously ex- specific. I don't know what you're talking about. I need to deny it or. Uh... Um, you know, but I, I'll, I'm not gonna lie to you. But even to this day, I'll uh, venture off into the dark side of the internet to. I'm not seeking this shit out, but yeah. It, but when you find it, you're like, all right, I'm still not like, oh, I'm like, you know, I'm gonna throw up seeing it. I'm not one of those people, but I'm like, I could have been without. I'll be very honest. How that. my technique, my technique is, I'll I'll have it on my phone, and I'll, there'll be a certain click clip like a crazy like no. terrorist like decapitation shit. right and I'll, or, and I'll click on the little video and I'll hold it very far away from my from my face and I'll have like arms length and I'll look and I'll like look away and I'll look <laughs> and I'm like and, I, and it'll be playing and I'm just like until I see it and then I'm like oh that's gross and then I'll play it again and then like eventually <laughs> till I get the balls to actually watch it, but it's like, but the the question I have for myself is like, why am I doing this? Ugh. But it's weird because I need, I don't know why I watch that shit. You to feel mortal. I don't know. I, um, no, maybe that's it. No, I, maybe it's like I, I I don't know. It doesn't make me like. Right. It doesn't change my life to where like I, I fucking get out of bed and I'm like I hug my you know right. fiance and be like, like I love gore you. and stuff in real life like it's awful. But it doesn't it's like terrible. it doesn't bother me to where I'm like I can't look. I'm like, ouch. No. Like, when I saw that um, that one basketball player's fucking tibia ripped through his fucking shin, oh, it was sticking out. I had that as my is that the one where the where the whole like the whole the whole bone is shooting but out. Is it the whole team reacts? No, no. It's just like it's just like the audience back. You kind of see some of them like. Like, no, the, there was one. I don't know. It might have been the same one because I don't Maybe. know how many often this happens. Yeah, the dude. I don't know what he goes for, but he lands on his leg wrong. His his leg. Yeah, is terribly broken. Just shoots out, through and you tibia. just see his his own team go bah! like they uh. jump up in horror. Yeah, like I would freak. I would react the same way. Oh, if I but saw you like, or somebody, I would still I know, be staring but... at it because I'm fascinated. I'm like I can't believe that big ass bone just snap like that you know i had that picture like as my fucking facebook hit a banner for like the longest time people were like please take that down i'm like no Uh, like this stuff doesn't bother me like i'm not gonna show like dead people on my fucking facebook but i'm talking about i saw i'm uh, but i'm talking about actually seeing death 
I'm talking about watching actual death. Terrible accidents where I feel like... I've seen, like, police footage, you know, when there was, like, a lot of drama. Like, you know, people just drop it to the ground when they're getting shot and stuff like that. Yeah, like, that's freaking It's weird. Out. It's just like, well, that guy's dead now. Like, it's just... It's one of those things where I'm like, yeah, that guy's dead. Like, boom. This plane dead. Yeah, like, and it's... It, a, so... It's weird. My, uh, this is gonna get. I think terrible. it's even weirder for me when like their eyes are still open. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean. Wow, well, we really know. turned. Uh, yeah, we went really dark. We, we really from, fell down in the dark hole. Yeah. There. I mean, I guess it's watching stupid shit like Seven Doors of Death is just so like minor to compared to like the real thing, and I guess. Yeah. It's just like I'm trying to think that I'm trying. I, I'm not smart enough to make a, a, a fucking connection on why. We would watch such terrible things. I mean, le- leave a comment, uh, please. And let me know if you guys ever seen anything like a real death on the internet. Because it is accessible. It's not that hard. Or in real life. It. Tell me how you reacted. Tell Ooh, me how you that's, I mean, if you want to go that far, I mean, that's... I'm sure I mean, that if that's you're comfortable much. sharing that kind of stuff or, you know, but whether I, it was a... I'm t- but, 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 okay, so here's the thing. Here's the difference of... I, 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 I don't really want to hear if, if you witnessed a, a, a death in real life because I feel like that's it pretty, could be dramatic. It could be dramatic, but what I'm what I'm trying to understand is why like what I go through and why do I from time to time and it's not often it's probably like once a year, you know, where I will just venture off and be okay with looking at some sort of murder scene. Yeah, but I don't. That's the thing we don't go deeper and deeper and deeper trying to find more and more no sometimes i'll watch something fucked up i want to know what happened but there's a lot of times where people but it's like but then i go why the fuck am i doing this there's a lot of times where people do games like reddit 50 50 and it it says like it can either be a cute kitten or a guy being dismantled by a helicopter and like so you have to click it because the the curiosity in you gets the best of you and especially if you're playing a game with someone else and boy, do you what? like have? Yeah, that was just a, this is an example, but there's shit like that where like, you know, you click it, and if it's a kitten, you're like, oh fuck. And sometimes the same link can just auto generate randomly. It can just be one of the one of the two at random. Uh huh. So sometimes it's just the one. Like it has the two descriptions. And okay. It can just be the one. It has a tiny URL, so you can't see the description of what it is. Okay. But other times, if someone makes it right. It can be generated 50-50. So one time you click it, it's a kitten. The next time you click it, it's a fucking guy being decapitated by a helicopter. Ooh. So it's literally a 50-50. And, you know, people like to play those kind of games. Oh, God. I think it's mostly morbid curiosity. You know? I, I just want to... I just want... I, I need to... I kind of want to further understand why I'm so curious. Because I... You know what, too? I'll go to work with... with I mean, things like working, going to work and doing that, I will always have those images in my head. Not of, like, the death scene, but it's just, like, of almost, like, the insignificance of any problem I have at work. It's almost, like, therapeutic in the way a little bit because I'll see that and I'll be like, you know what, you know, me having going through my work day and dealing with whatever bullshit I'm dealing with is less significant because the fact I'm, like, to see how how life can come and go like that. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. But anyways, I mean, I will I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into that. Just I mean, I'm going to get it off the specifics of the the gore and the actual death. But um what I want to talk about cuz uh one of the biggest things I have uh I've had in the past was uh anxiety like death anxiety like for myself though. Like the fear of of dying, of dying, or possibly in danger of dying. Right. I mean, you know, uh, I'm sharing now uh, with everyone uh, a little story, but it's 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 not terrible. Basically, years ago, probably like you know, I want to say like six, seven years ago, I I used to I went to, I was seeking therapy for my anxiety. Because it got so bad to where it was like affecting my life, and and the weird thing about anxiety is that um, it comes at you like in the weirdest ways where you just feel a certain way that you never like. Basically, even though mentally you're not thinking about something, physically you get you get um, feelings uh, like you know symptoms of heart attack, and you're like, why am I feeling like I'm dying right now? Mm-hmm. And and it's always there's always like underlying issues mentally that will trigger physical effects so 
what ended up happening was is that i reached my breaking point and went to go seek seek therapy which probably you know the best thing i've ever did because it helped a lot it helped me talk out my um my you know problems once you pinpoint a problem when you have anxiety it just feels better because then you're like oh I, I, I create like basically you don't you go from having something weird happening to you and not knowing what it is and then you go from I can exactly identify what it is and you give it a name and now that it's a name it's a thing and now it's a thing the thing can go away you know because now you're like oh this is a thing that's happening yeah. it especially helps when you have someone who's proficient in that subject oh absolutely and helping you piece together what you may not have pieced together or may have taken you five times as long to piece together i'll give you an example of an exact uh therapy trick that it's very small but it 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 stayed with me and it's a little i I, from time to time because i still get anxiety from time to time but it's not really related to death anxiety because here's the thing i went from sleepless nights waking up cold sweats just in the middle of the night just being like that someday I will not be here, which is 100% true. See, some people have anxiety over uh, things that, uh, you know, that, that, oh, am I going to do good in my job? Or, oh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying to, you know, I have in-laws coming and me, I have an anxiety for something that's inevitable, (laughs) (laughs) which is going to hit me no matter what we all, all of us as humans um, have that. So. I mean, I'll think about that. And I'm like, man, my existence is going to not be there. And keep in mind, for those now, I, you know, I will say, I am an atheist. Um, I, I used to, I was raised Catholic and that shit. Yeah, mind you, we're not, I am one too, but we're not militant atheists. We're not going to sit there and try to drill you into conversion. Oh, hell or, no. Or, or beat you with logic because you say you, you know. Screw you, that. You believe in God or, or Buddha or whatever you believe in. You do you. Yeah, I'm here. If you ask me why, I'll tell you why, and then that's it. And I'm not gonna sit there and argue anymore about it because it's not my, it's not my, um, Your my motive. prerogative. No, yeah, yeah. That's just the way I live, yeah. and that's the way you live, and that's it. If you're religious, fantastic. I, yeah, I, more power I, to you. I almost, I envy the fact that you're religious. Yeah. But I, here's the thing: I put atheist goggles on one day, and it, it's hard to see life a certain way. It just that's my lifestyle i wish sometimes that i could believe in something as strongly mm-hmm. as most religious people believe in their religion and their god and stuff yeah, like that me too you know I, I, but i i can't like especially it's just, considering uh, all religion is right. basically linked into what happens when you die yeah and it gives you a significant feeling to know that you're and a lot of it revolves around comforting you Oh, absolutely. Into being okay with accepting death and that it's not a, it's not a terrible thing. It is and it isn't. It's mm-hmm. part of life. It's unavoidable. Yeah. You know, but they're one of the main things about most religions is just to tell you what's going to happen to you and to comfort you. Yeah, yeah that's cool. But then there's the, all the toxic part that happens with almost anything. Right. And that was one of the things that, that veered my, me away from being, you know, Catholic specifically and yeah. you know so whatever and, and and most atheists that they most atheists don't start off you know not believing in anything yeah. they usually do and then they just lose faith yeah. but it's not loss of faith in the sense that they're they were wrong it's it's just you just put on these this that you you basically you you get this idea in your head where you're like this this is it and uh when I am gone it's nothing. I I ceased to have existed before I was alive. What makes me think that I will exist after I was alive? It just didn't. And you're just okay with that idea. Yeah. And you just, but that's good because a lot of people are like, oh, well, that stops you. Because morality is, is not something that is ever directly linked with religion anyway. But that's, I, I, that's that, you know, I don't want to get too sidetracked. All, all I got to say on that is that if reincarnation is real, I want to come back as a very chubby cat uh-huh. in a, loved, a loving home. I, I just admire cats who can sleep anywhere <laughs> and look the most comfortable. So 
So th why don't you just do it? Just be, just, just believe in reincarnation, man. And just go for just it. Try Start it. now. Start, Start now. now. Start fucking just around with uh, some of those uh, scratching posts. Let's get yourself a scratching. Just post. Start drawing circles in the, in the, in the ground and lighting candles. Yes. And uh, chanting and, and backwards talk. Yeah. Why not? Works? Oh, I wasn't saying once you prep yourself now for your cat life that's gonna happen when you're, you know, when you're gone. So I should just get a fursuit. Yeah. Just. Oh, okay. Well, no. Oh. Let's not let's not go into that. Let's not get into that world. We don't want that that, that to happen. But anyways, go back to um, so because of being atheist, because of having these dark, you know, because I'm okay with everything now. But before it was it's this terrible thing. So I uh, one of the things that my therapist told me is that um, because that was the thing, and it wasn't just my death. It's everybody around me, everybody I love. That that's the shit that you know that hit me the most is like thinking about my family and being like, oh my god, you know, you know, when they're gone, they're gone, you know, and it just it just totally bummed me out. But she's like, you know, what makes you think that that you're not gonna, you're not going to cease to exist after the fact? Because I'm like, I'm not. But she's like, what about everybody that you you're around and you live with and that's ever known you? Like you, you there is an importance, and you do you do live on in a way. And that's not, that's one of the things that helped me and just knowing that, you know, it's, it's really like, it got me to start doing things and uh, that I like and love and have a passion. It, you know, before that I was just work, work, no, yeah, just no, going through the motions. Yep. Just going with the motions. And then, you know, I really just found the things that I loved and enjoyed and focused really on them and, and really just dug, like dove into every project that I've ever done. And that's when, I, that's when things started working out for me is, is when I was like, well, I started this product project and I completed it. It, it. it just felt good. You felt accomplished. You're like, oh, that's one thing that I've always wanted to do. And now I've done it. This podcast is one of those things that, that also helps me because I almost see it like a, a therapy you know, for, you know, talking, to, talking to you guys makes me feel good knowing that I'm getting my ideas and I'm almost leaving behind a legacy in one way, shape or form. And it's just great. I mean, it, it, it me, it's very meaningful. And, um, you know, I mean, I, I just, I just try my hardest every day to just remember that, you know, that everybody around you is there and they will have your memory when you're not there. And that's, that's something and you, it may, and again with religion they go you know you're in heaven it's the same type of concept you know of that but it's for and me as an atheist it's just like in general they will remember me and that's my my uh footprint if you will of, of being on this earth will be remembered by the the people that are surround me and you know care about me and it's and, and that feels good that 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 alone is enough for me to go. Oh, okay. I'm I'm good. If you die before me, heaven forbid, you can stay puff marshmallow man tattoo in my ass. Okay. You heard it here, folks. I'll take it. I'll take it. Stay puffy, buddy. That that's what I want. Just just like my shirt. Uh, the stay puff marshmallow man shirt says stay puffy. Um, but yeah, I mean, have you ever? Uh, dealt with therapy or seek therapy or ever felt like I think oh I, man I, 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 I think I had like a, a like a little brush with therapy when I was uh, very 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 young mm -hmm. uh, when my parents were getting divorced but I don't mm. want to count that because I barely remember any of it yeah it was more just one of those uh, like issued by the court essentially like you know your kids should go to therapy to make sure that there's how old wrong. were you uh, this was 93 94 so I was pretty young maybe like 10 yeah, something like that. 10, 11. Okay. Around that area. I don't remember it. I vaguely just recently remember that I did that. Mm -hmm. uh, but I do plan on going to therapy just to make sure that I'm okay. You know? Because I may think I'm okay, but maybe I'm not. I think people even who don't go through anxiety spurts I, I, I feel sh like should seek therapy. I, don't have, I, I have recently been feeling anxiety in certain situations. Mm-hmm. And I could be wrong. Maybe it's not anxiety. Maybe it's something else. And I don't know because I'm not a professional. But like when I'm in like large enclosed proximities with large crowds, I feel uneasy. Okay. And at work, unfortunately, I have to deal with that. So I'll turn a corner and there's just thousands of people because of the corridors that I have to walk through. They held conventions and, and stuff like that. And it's usually strangers. So I don't know. And it's all like 
I hate to use the term normies. Like, mm-hmm. it's not people like I would relate to ever. It's more like, you know. So, what's the anxiety? Is the anxiety. It's just I feel uneasy, but the, the real anxiety that I feel to where I, like, I lose, I lose out, I lose control. And, mm-hmm. like, I just kind of, like, shout out and, like, tell her when to get the fuck away from me. Mm-hmm. Is if, like, I am being surrounded by people. And that was a situation with my coworkers, for example. Like, everyone, like, four people were trying to talk to me at the same time. They were literally inches away from me. And they were trying to, like, one was, like, touching me, trying to mess with my pens. And one of them was trying to get my attention. And it was just, like, it was nerve-wracking. And I felt like I was being attacked. Mm-hmm. And that's where I was just, like, everybody needs to back the fuck up right in the fuck now before you get clocked. Oh, shit. it was just... Your fight or flight uh, Yeah, it was just... In. And it's happened multiple times where, like, if multiple people talk to me at the same time, my brain can't function that. And I'm literally going like this back and forth trying to figure everything out and i just my brain's just like eh, and just stops and i'm just like everyone stop shut the fuck up you go first mm-hmm. i had to stop everyone okay. otherwise i'm gonna lose it now i know for sure that if uh, we ever get big and we do live shows that we'll put you in a box that oh, way great. Nobody... <laughs> poke at birdo if we do $5. this in front of a crowd full of people live uh i'm gonna put you in a little uh like I said, we'll get that box with air holes and be like, no one talked to him. We'll draw a picture of you. <laughs> yeah, no, I it's, I get it. So that that's a, such a reasonable um, thing because crowds and all the you know. But I'm okay with like open spaces like Disney. Like I don't like crowds because it's people. I don't like people. No yeah. offense. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just you know I don't like I don't know I have this thing about me to where like I just don't like witnessing other people. Yeah, I mean, you judge and yeah, and I it, and I'm trying not to, and I try to turn it off, but it's like hard. How 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 many times have we used to do that going to the mall? Oh being, no, being we people watch old school mall rats and just fucking it. judging people and just people watching and you know it was good times, it was fun. Now as an adult, I keep doing it sometimes. I'm just like, is this all I'm capable of? <laughs> Yeah. Am I only capable of hating everybody around me? I don't want to seem like I have a superiority complex because I'm far from superior from anybody. Right, exactly. But I do feel like, fuck, I wish I was more simpler. Yeah. I wish I wasn't more aware of the things that I'm aware of or anything, you know. Because there are people out there who's just like, you know, like some of my people I work with, you know, just like they don't know what like songs are this like these popular songs they don't know anything about that they don't know like the sun is a star they don't know all this kind of shit and i'm like sitting here my brain's like fucking farting i'm just like oh no no so to 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 probably summarize what i'm what i think you're feeling is that the fact is is that the unrelatableness is is a thing you almost feel like you're foreign and you're not you're surrounded by things you're not used to having to explain things that you are used to to people who you figured would know the things that you're talking yeah. about. And, and that And I feel like the things I know I thought were typical common knowledge. Right. And I find it's that a lot of people don't know it. And like mind you, some of the things, yes, are niche things that these just useless facts that I just happen to know. But the one person a long time ago that I worked with that didn't know the sun of ours was a star and that almost every star in the galaxy is a sun of what at one point or was mm-hmm. or is and they're just like their mind was blown i was just like you are in your fucking 20s mm. and you're just now learning this mm. you know and she was gorgeous and she was smart in her own right not as smart as i thought you know <laughs> she was funny she was entertaining i loved working with her and like ever since that moment that threw you off that threw me off and i was yeah. just like fuck yeah and i was just like jesus like and like, is it, is it mostly like to the point where like I don't want to get close to a lot of people anymore mm-hmm. because I don't want to fucking have to judge you because you say something stupid <laughs> and you're done and you're young <laughs> and I'm like, you should be better than me. Yeah. Like I didn't have the internet. I didn't have countless information at my fingertips. Yeah, I got lucky by watching Bill Nye the Science Guy, Beekman's World, uh, lots of TV, bullshit yeah. TV. But I learned. I'll fucking tell you right now. Taught me more than school did. I'll tell you now right now what, what your therapist might <laughs> might tell you if you do. You go. need medication. You know what? You don't even have to go to therapy. You just go to me. I'll tell you exactly right, cool. what's wrong with you. Dr. J. Yeah, Dr. J is going to tell you right now. Um, what your t- your therapist will probably tell you is that you're, you're used to just – you're used to being surrounded, at least in your youth and your good times Similar in peers. life. 
uh, the good the good old days it, just being surrounded by people who just got you and now and I, I experience it myself now that we're in an age where we're getting older we're now experiencing things that we're no longer surrounded by our friends constantly now we're surrounded by people um, whether it be our the, our jobs we're now surrounded by people we don't kind of know and people who have a younger mindset who were raised totally different from us who have no idea like we cannot even be begin to imagine the type the way that these people were raised compared to us it would yeah. nobody during our when we were growing up was raised the way that people are raised now kids are raised now even not even kids because again we're only in our 30s we're talking about all we have to do is talk to people in our in our 20s and their yeah, 20s or just and it's 20. just they might as well have fucking grown yeah. up in a foreign country yeah. because it's and that is hard for anyone you know to, to have to deal with sometimes is to be surrounded by everyone is be to feel like an outsider to feel like an outsider and to feel like something they that these things and you know like in your world like you know like i know that that the you know that remember remember there was nine planets in our solar system yeah. and then then there was eight and i think there's nine again again yeah. you know what i mean these are things that are just like holy shit they're just such drastic changes and it's happening so quickly and we're aware because we are in the technolo technological age so we do see what's going on but we also remember what it was it's that alone is going to be enough anxiety for anybody you know to deal with to deal with somebody who's just and it and your anxiety is spring, springing from unrelatability and having to be being put in a position in your youth where you were relatable everybody got you everybody knew where you were coming from your jokes or or just even you know just your lifestyle and then now you're coming from where you bring up anything any even like a song people are like what and you're just like did i say something did i fart like i don't understand did i fart out my mouth again <laughs> i don't understand why you don't know what i'm talking about and that that yeah. fucks you up and i think that's that's, that's pretty just much true like i do have a i don't know i don't want to say a fear but more of like an unnerving feeling of feeling unrelatable i suppose but at the same time like there's there, i'm constantly battling with myself or, or like feeling unrelatable but at the same time i don't really give a shit if because I, i've i've gone through the same thing all the time where like i work with all these people and i enjoy their presence and i enjoy their company and the moment that i leave the company or they leave the company mm -hmm. that's it i don't hear from them ever again you know and yeah. it, it sucks because like I did really truly enjoy it, and as it happens more and more, I become more and more jaded to when I get close to people. Yeah, that like it's just like, oh, do you want to hang out? I was like, eh, not really, because you know, I know eventually I'm just not gonna see you ever again anyway. And it's stupid because I should try to enjoy moments with those people. Yeah. Instead of being closed off, because I'm afraid afraid of uh, you know. And and it's because and 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 you probably feel that way also that you feel like you need to develop some sort of relationship because you see them more often than most people that you like to see yeah. you know what i mean you everybody has friends families and yeah, loved like, ones aside from you but, before you moved up here yeah you know like we have a lot of buddies who live up here in orlando mm -hmm. and at our age we're all on different roads right now you mm -hmm. know some of us have families some of us want families some of us are still fine the way we are mm -hmm. we have our own reason for doing what we're doing you know and it's hard for us to make time for each other and you know you know, and it's even now we live buildings away from each other. We don't always have time to hang out, you yeah. know, and, yeah. and I get it. I'm not I'm not upset. I'm not mad. But at the same time, sometimes I just want to be at home. Yeah, no, upset, yeah, for sure. You know, you know, my best friend right now is my, my fiance, you know, yeah. and I love her and I want to spend all my time with her. And, you know, mm -hmm. there, are, there are times where like, you know, she wants alone time and I want alone time. And that's fine. That's fine. You know, but uh, I, my only thing is, is that you just would. My suggestion is when you're not, you know, uh, you just have to find things, you know, when you do get those those moments with your friends or people that you care about, you know, just don't take that shit for granted. And you just uh, uh, just basically appreciate it more, you know, and just see yeah. it as uh, take it what it is like 
we we were when we had Matt Johnson on our uh, last episode, that that was awesome. It yeah. felt like the old days. Yeah, no, and that's exactly like when we went out later that night. Me and him went to the pool hall for an hour or mm-hmm. two or whatever. And you know we were we had Jaeger bombs earlier that night. Oh yeah, you know, we did the podcast. We hung out. We watched a stupid movie. We went and played pool. Yeah. I lost to him a bunch of times. It felt <laughs> like the good old days, you know. <laughs> and, yeah. I, and I even took a picture and put it up on social media. I was just like, you know, it's it was a nice day of feeling like back in the good old days. And like it's not always bad to hold on to those kind of feelings and hold on to the past because sometimes it's you need it, you know. And like you know, we always tell you know our friends like, oh, you need to move up here, or you need to move closer to you know, and it would be great, but realistically, it may not be always. We may not always have time for each other. Right, you know? and it's true. Like again, and I, that's why I, I try not to hold it against other people who I've tried to hang out with, who I used to work with, because like they all have their own lives. Yeah, and it's something I you know tend to forget sometimes, but tend to re- realize most more times than I you know than than not. That uh, they have their own lives, and I, it's nothing personal against me. At least I hope not. Mm-hmm. That you know they don't want to. They don't want to hang out. That they can't hang out. I just think it's important that we that when those opportunities do arise, that you try to make it work. And I think as long as everybody's making an effort all all around, then you're good. And again, we have moments like this, and it's it's nice. And and you just keep that keep that cherish that. And you know it's funny. You know, you only took like a picture or two for, you know, maybe one for the social media. But for the most part, you know, you're going to remember that. And that's 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 the thing that that I think defers between, you know, us 30 something year olds and those 20 something year olds. Like yeah. they are constantly, you know, just everything is like a comes and goes. And as long as they took a picture, but I'm like, what's the what's the worth of your the time that you had with somebody if you just you know everything's a photo shoot i mean it's not all a photo shoot it's a memories are more meaningful well that's why i stopped you know it's doing being so active on social media so much and taking thousands of pictures and posting them up because that doesn't it's not as memorable or it doesn't it's not as meaningful to me you know it's more of like showing it showing off to other people or bragging essentially you know and that's just not me like, you know, when I started Instagram back when it started, I was like, cool, this is where a nice place where maybe I can mess up with some toy photography for a while. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like the whole study about like, uh, you know, like having the anxiety of like going and checking your phone to see if you have any likes or you have any comments and feeling bad if you don't have any. And that started to happen. I feel stupid. Yeah. When I realized, I'm like, I'm falling for this dumb shit. Yeah. It's like you a know? different life that right. it almost becomes like a job and like, what can I do to yeah. improve? And, you, when I mean, and the with, worst thing you can do is like get the app to where you realize how much fucking time you spend on social media. Oh, yeah. Because it'll tell you how many hours in the week that you spend on Facebook or Twitter or yeah. whatever. And you'll just feel like a huge piece of shit. I'll tell you one thing. The first, like, you know, we're only a week into to actually this podcast being... Uh, uh, you know going live or whatever if you will um and i would check to see the numbers and i mean fortunately enough it's been growing and growing and growing but i i i kind of even during this week i kind of like laid off it i'm like i'll check it like maybe once once right. a day where i was checking it like literally every couple hours and be like who are we at where are we at right. where are we at but i'm then also thinking i'm like all right i can't let that consume me i can't let that take away from what i'm trying to do because here's the thing at the end of the day, I still want to be able to sit down in front of this microphone and still give you me and you still give everybody you and everybody who's involved into this show themselves because I don't want to start doing silly, ridiculous bullshit that I would not normally do to try to get more listeners to listen in. I'm giving you just what the hell I, my life that 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 is uh, that is right now raw and uncensored james that's it you know what i mean because what 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 am i gonna gain from i mean i could gain a lot but what is it really to give some a fake product to, to people you know it's not it's not worth it but um i don't know uh i think that the the wrap up our thought about this therapy stuff is um you know, it's just, it's important to talk, to let up your feelings, to not bottle things yeah. in and give it. Cause the thing is, is that when you start talking about shit that, that, um, 
that you're feeling inside, you kind of automatically get the sense of relief. Right. And then you either, you know, you, whether you talk to one person exclusively or talk to many people. Yeah. You know, you, you realize that what you're going through is normal and that everyone goes through something similar. Right. Or even the exact same thing, you know. I'm, I'm finding and as I'm finding as, as I go on through life that uh, the connections with other human interactions with other people is very meaningful. And yeah. it does help. Because I, and especially when, you know, for me, when we were, when I was in my early 20s, mid 20s, you know, I was a lot more, uh, I don't want to say irresponsible, but I had a lot less responsibilities than I do now. And I had a lot less worries and all this kind of stuff. And I had more free time to dick around and, and go out and hang out with people. And I used to have deep, meaningful talks with friends who are now gone. And that hurts, you know? Yeah. Because, like, I always thought to them as someone I could talk to, you know, even to this day, if they were still with us, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, now that they're gone, like, yeah, I have my partner, you know, and I could always talk to her no matter what. She, yeah. You know, she's never going to say no and sit there and stuff like that. But it, it hurts to know that one friend is gone, you know. But I know I have others. And I know I can talk to you and I can talk to Matt yeah. and Chris and, you know, whoever. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, in my in the back of my mind, it's like, do I want to bother them with this kind of stuff? You know, and um, I know they would never feel bothered by it. But yeah, but that's the difference between you know, but just I would bullshit it, friends, me, and real it, friends. Me personally, sometimes I would just rather talk in person. Oh no, you understood. Know, it definitely feels a lot more. Oh yeah, it's it's you know, more therapeutic. Like, exactly, and I and I agree, and that's why yeah. therapy sessions. I feel therapy does work for people is because it is a sit down face to face you know with somebody and you just tell them your story and, and it just just relieves a lot right. of stress and I mean, especially uh, an outsider's perspective is always interesting to take in mm-hmm, especially mm-hmm. people who don't know you who won't be afraid to ask certain questions or say certain things in, oh yeah in fear of hurting you or oh, yeah. making you feel uncomfortable um you know taking out of you taking you out of your comfort zone yeah uh, I know that uh, we don't usually, we don't want to stay deep, but it might be another deep episode. We don't usually get this get. deep, ladies. <laughs> we go deep. Um, it, unfortunately, I had, uh, this is moving on, but segueing, is that I did have anxiety attack uh, probably this uh, this last weekend. Basically, um you know, I, I, I have, uh, like, medical conditions and stuff like that that come, you know, that I've, that I've been through. So, I, when I get these anxiety attacks, I automatically think it's something serious or linking. So, with that being said, uh, I, I definitely wanted to link it to my health. And I'm kind of using the fear and anxiety attack that I had recently to kind of, as, as like a, like a motivating source is weird. Uh, to uh, finally start my diet. So now I finally I'm on board with the ketogenic diet. I'm going to diet and I'm going to exercise as a fear of my health. <laughs> so sometimes you have anxiety yeah. if you are strong-willed enough. You use that fear and turn it into a positive. So I'm now letting everybody know that I'm finally trying to lose weight. And I will include myself starting next week. With Birdo's weight update. We'll compare and contrast. I had a weak head start essentially, but with Matt being here, yeah, we I didn't mess you up. Did you gain weight? Um, actually, I didn't gain any weight. That's I didn't awesome. Lose any weight, but I didn't gain any weight. So That's perfect. Kind of it's it a out, wash. So, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm I'm be- basically I'm going to uh, I'll weigh myself next episode. I will give you guys an update. And uh, we will, you know, we'll, I'll tell you what I'm doing. But uh, I just started, so it's, you know, it's no, ain't no thing. If I'm not mistaken, my weight is 285, but we will... Get I'm so envious of you. 285? Yeah. Yeah, I get it. But you are, you gotta, you got, like, you're, like, taller than me, you know what I mean? Dancer. Fuck you. <laughs> no, but I'm like, you know, at my peak in high school, I was 260. Then I thought I was a bloated fat ass back then. My peak in high school was like 
160. Yo, when you started getting that ass, I was like, damn, James is doing something. I don't know what's happening. What, those whoppers. Yeah. Making a whopper out of your ass. Yeah, high school was my my peak. And then afterwards, it was just like... Working at the mall, man. Yeah, I, and then I grew up. Not, yeah. What is... Same with me. High school, man. Once high school was done, you know, it was just it's like... different life. Fucking wet be- beef burritos like three times a week from my ex. Mm-hmm. Not walking to the fucking school or to the mall every fucking day. Yeah, driving, not riding your bike. Driving everywhere. Driving, yeah. Being at home, not working, <laughs> you know. But we're gonna we're working on it. And uh, I remember when we fir- when I first hit three hundred pounds, and I told you and Quinn, and you're like, "Holy shit!" I re- I knew that I was at I was at my worst. Like I was like twenty, not even not maybe maybe nineteen going on 20 and I, I was at a house and i haven't seen my friends in like a couple months maybe almost a year yeah you, and they looked, you at, looked kind of far and they looked at me and they went no this is this is while i was still living where i was living oh okay they i opened the door and they looked at me like boy you got fat and i'm like uh-oh <laughs> oops i mean i knew i was getting fat but i was like because there's certain things in my about, about in my denial body until oh it wasn't in denial you just don't give a fuck yeah and i'm like that now like, and being being in that comfortable I relationship fuck. i don't give a fuck that i'm fat like in society's eyes but like you know like doing things like trying to tie my shoes without fucking having to get in my oxygen tank and um <laughs> You know, f- dropping things on the floor and falling into the couch. You're like, well, fucking gone forever. Then it's but gone. It's gone. I'll let the cat get it, maybe. But I, it, I don't care if it was a Cheeto. It's gone forever. Yeah. You know, uh, or even like I have fucking so many double XL shirts that I just want to wear again. You yeah. Know? Without we'll having there. to like hide my tummy of shame because it's too small. But yeah, I mean, it looks like a crop top on me now. Yeah, you know, and I keep and I hold on to those things because I want to try to get back Same, to it. Same, I have that a way. bunch of stuff that you know, I, like, know. I could easily donate those and start all over. But there are so many nice shirts that I like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they cost me thirty dollars a shirt. I want to wear them. Well, I know we'll get there eventually, and I know that we'll, you know, like I said, I'm I'm on it. I'm using fear as my motivating factor. It's gonna be my go-to. So. um we will uh fear of ripping my pants and breaking we will another chair. Give you a recap. I hope you all cheer for us. Um because it's gonna we're gonna need it, but we want some life changes. We're two big boys and uh we wanna be two not so big boys. This is another aspect that falls into the t shirt category. There's like so many creators that I wanna support. Simplest way of supporting it. Buy a t shirt. Go to the website, find the t shirt you like, hit size, stops at double XL. You just cry a little inside and uh, close that website and go to sleep. <laughs> you know, there's I, I like watching Jack's films. I show it to you him. You don't mm-hmm. you know, you, you whatever. But I like him. You know, he's funny. Yeah. He has one little catchphrase called Mimi Big Boy. And I was like, I like that. That's me, you know? And like I wanted the shirt. Ironically, doesn't come in big boy sizes. Two XL is the biggest size it went to. I'm just like because I personally right now need a four X slash 5x because once i wash it yeah, it'll shrink small, down yeah. and whatever so didn't go anywhere near that so i had to wait and get the enamel pin eventually when he came out i was like fine like i support you in mm-hmm. some aspect you know but i want to i want to be able to buy shirts without one paying extra for the extra tent fabric that they have to get for my fat ass yep it's or more money and to two, have way more options to get shirts that I like that aren't bloated looking because the the image is fucking made for a small shirt and they're yeah. putting it on a, on a, a tarp for my body. By the way, if we do shirts, we're only going to do double XL. <laughs> only. <laughs> so you can't even support Nothing us. smaller, nothing bigger. <laughs> it's all we can afford. Um, yeah. So Baby onesies. I think that's a... It's gonna be a wrap for today. Um, I think <laughs> I need to go hug someone. Huh? I need to go hug someone. Yeah, we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go seek therapy. We're gonna go seek uh, nutritionist. We're gonna, we're gonna go. go seek... We're gonna go find uh, some solutions at the bottom of some kind of barrel. Yeah. So if you see us out in the wild, just you know. Keep your distance. I mean, say hi. Yeah. If you if you see us out in the wild, you know, just just remember. Don't feed them animals. Them animals be us. Uh.